Matthew 12, 37 in the Passion says, Your very words will be used as evidence. And your words will declare you either innocent or guilty. I want to start tonight. I've got three things I want to tell you. Number one, words have creative power. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Like it or not, this is a word-created, word-controlled world. As a matter of fact, let me go out a little, little farther than that. This is a word-created, word-controlled universe. Because we serve the God not just of this world, but of any and all. He is the absolute God. God established the universe just that way in the very beginning. Romans 4.17 says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. He set the whole system in motion that we know as this world today by speaking into the darkness and saying, Light be. And you know what happened? Light was. Amen? Genesis 1-3 is where that's at. The whole Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, makes it very clear that we live under a word-activated system. It's always been that way. It'll always be that way. We cannot change that fact. We can, however, choose the words which we live by. And we can change our environment by what we say. Somebody say amen to that. Now let's go back to Matthew 12 and let's start at verse 34. It says, but you who are known as the Pharisees are rotten to the core like venomous snakes. How can your words be good if you are rotten within? For what has been stored in your hearts will be heard in the overflow of your words. When virtue, virtue is stored within, the heart of good, upright people will produce good fruit. But... When evil is hidden within, those who are evil will produce evil fruit. You can be sure of this. When the day of judgment comes, everyone will be held accountable for every careless word he has spoken. Your very words will be used as evidence, and your words will declare you either innocent or guilty. See, even in the natural world, you have to speak the result that you want. If you want a builder to build you a round house and you want that deep in your heart, but you tell him to build a square house, what do you think you're going to get? A square house. I don't care how perfectly round you desire to see your house, that builder can only act on what you say. So even though the desire might be to have a perfectly round house, you'll get what you said. 
What you say with your mouth is what you're going to get even though you might desire something else. I hear a lot of people say that, uh, you know, I, I've given it to God. I've just, I've just given it to God. I want this to happen. But, boy, I'm, I'm, man, I'm, I'm afraid this is going to happen. And, well, this happened over here. And, and, well, I just say it like it is, Pastor. If you, don't want what you're, if you don't want what it is, quit saying it like it is because you're perpetuating it. Come on, somebody. Somebody say, words have creative power. Words also determine what you'll have. Amen. I got to tell you, sometimes the things that Andy says during offering is very radical. Y'all notice that? It's just radical. How could he say that? He bases it on the Word of God. And then he dares to have faith to connect his heart and his mouth with the Word. Amen. His life is totally different financially than when I first met him. There's a connection there. Our church is radically different than when we started financially. So the reason that I love his radical words of 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 affirmation as well as Challenge. Has anybody ever felt challenged at offering time at High Praise Church? <laughs> if you say no, I'm going to tell him to, to, to turn it up a notch. <laughs> Here's the deal. Words determine what you'll have. Mark 11, 23. I don't know. I, I'm just, uh, I do know why. That's not a true statement. I was going to say, I don't know why I'm using the passion tonight. I do know why, because I read these verses and I liked what they said, so that's why I'm using it. But listen to the truth. It says, I speak to you, whatever or whoever says to this mountain with great faith and does not doubt, mountain be lifted and thrown into the midst of the sea and believes that that, what he says will happen. Somebody say those last four words. It will be done. Why is it so important to say the right words? Because you will have what you say. It's what the word of faith beliefs are based on. It's what we are based on. Word of faith is not a denomination. Word of faith is a way of thinking. A way of believing. And here's the best part about word of faith. It's spiritual truth. Some people don't believe it's true because then they'd be responsible for what's going on in their own life. Oh, I didn't get as much moans as I feared I would almost say that again. Some people don't want to believe that word of faith teaching is true because then they would be responsible for what's going on in their own life. See, most people want to blame either the devil or God's will for the problems that they face. Well, I guess it's God's will that I, I, got, I got the C thing. I don't even like saying that. I guess it's God's will. He's going to teach me something. Show me that in the Bible. 
That's hogwash. You know what that is? That is that is religious thinking to rationalize And sure, we're going to face trials and persecutions. But if we're supposed to be salt and light in this world, we cannot be sick and broke all the time. God has delegated authority on this earth. And your words have authority to create every time you speak. Some people say, I've given it to God in prayer. I want you to listen. If you speak positive results in prayer and negative results the rest of the time, the negative words will prevail. The key to receiving the desires of your heart is to make sure that the words of your mouth agree with what you really want. Make everything you say agree with what God says. I said, make everything you say agree with what God says. I said, make everything you say agree with what God says. Ooh, I'm going to say it again. Y'all about to get it now. Make everything you say agree with what God says. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. I don't care what it sounds like. I don't care what it looks like. I'm going to tell you that if we want God to prevail in our life, we've got to say what God says about everything in our life. That means when we feel like it. That means when we don't feel like it. Be consistent in saying only. Somebody say only. Look at your neighbor and tell them only means only. Be consistent in saying only words of faith. Do you know that we would talk less if we spoke only words of faith? I truly believe that. As good as we try to be, if we would make a declaration that we're only going to speak words of faith, we would speak less words. Speak whatever you desire to come to pass in Jesus' name. Take authority over the money you need and command it to come to you. If you need healing, speak to your body. Command it to be healed in the name of Jesus. Command it to function properly. Speak the result you want. Whatever you say will come to pass. Now, you can't change your talk by simply attending church one time a week and never touching your Bible. Never, Because I know some people can only get here one time a week. I ain't, I ain't banging on that. What I'm saying is you, you can't just check the box. Well, I went to church. But you got to be dedicated, as dedicated as you are. As, uh, uh, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it because I mean it. If the men of High Praises Church would be as dedicated to the word as you are knowing the scores of the ball game. If the women of the church, I'm going to hide, would be as dedicated to knowing the word as knowing what's going on in everybody's life. You can't change your talk, and you won't. You won't change your talk if all you do is come to church and listen to Pastor Jackie preach. There's only one way that you will achieve what I'm talking about tonight. And it is do it and, and, and for it to happen for long term. It's by meditating on the Word of God day and night. 
Because I'm here to declare one more time before I move to my last thing. Words determine what you'll have. The last thing. Words are Satan's way of stealing from you. James 1, verses 6 and 7. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea and it is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. There are two simple choices. You can either waver or you can receive. But you can't waver and receive at the same time. Knowing this gives us intelligence against Satan. Because Satan has one tactic. is to get you to doubt. But remember this. If Satan had any authority, we say all the time Satan has no authority. I'm going to stand on that. Satan has no authority. But understand if he had authority, he would not depend on deception so much. But if he can deceive you with your, with your feelings, if he can deceive you with your sight, if he can deceive you with how you, what you hear and how you feel, if he can deceive you into saying something that gives him authority to come into your life, he will roll over you like a steamroller. Satan has one trick. And that trick is to get you or trick you into saying what he wants to come out of your mouth and what he wants to come to pass in your life. Because he doesn't have the authority to bring anything to pass in your life. But if he can coerce you and oppress you to get you to say it, then it will come. With your words, you can either resist or comply with Satan's demands. But I got good news. With your words, you will either resist or comply with God's word. You're in command. Somebody say, you're in command. Look at your neighbor and tell him, you're in command. The decision is yours. Nobody else can make it but you. Now, the reason for staying in the word of God continually is so that, and, and this is so important, is so that because Satan is just waiting to curse you. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy all the promises of God before they reach you. But he can't do it without your cooperation. I said he can't do it without your cooperation. You're the only one who can give him access to the promises of God, but understand that you do it through your words. So, the first step in defeating Satan and his attack against you is to make the decision that you're not going to allow him to change your confession of faith. How do I do that, Pastor? See, he can come and oppress you with symptoms. He can because you're in this world and he has some, some freedom in this world right now. <laughs> right now. Come on, somebody. Right now. The day's coming, he's going to hell. He already knows that. So the reason that he is so, so vigilant against 
our words is because he knows that's the only way he can get authority in our life. And the reason he doesn't give up is because he has seen it work so many times that if he keeps on going, the first week, man, you are like ready to charge hell with a water pistol. The second week, sometimes people start going, "Mm, man, this is... This is rough. I trust God, but this is rough. We're, we've all, I caught myself saying that mess the other day. I caught myself saying, uh, this is a weird season in my life. Well, what's weird? Am I weird? I don't want to be weird, so I'm going to stop saying that. Because Jesus don't make nobody weird. Somebody said, well, they got weird when they got the Holy Ghost. They was weird before they got the Holy Ghost. I'll bet you a dollar on that one guarantee it don't be blaming Jesus on their weirdness so the first step in defeating Satan and the attack that he takes against us is to make a decision somebody say make the decision he can't get my confession I don't care what it looks like I'm going to say only what God would say A God confession comes from a word-ruled mind. It's a mind that knows that the Word of God is true and never gives place to the devil. Ephesians 4.27, neither give place to the devil. But pastor, this is a fallen world. Yeah, but we, live a, we serve a risen Savior. I want to take you back just a little bit because I'm almost finished. I want to take you back just a little bit. Recap here. You can't do this if you don't get in the Word. You won't do it. You might be a good person. You might pay your tithe. You might come to church. You might do all that stuff. Until you get in the Word, until you meditate on the Word, this won't happen. So, when it says in Ephesians 4.27, neither give place to the devil, what that means is to bring into captivity every thought and condition every thought with the word of God your mind is where you first have to have to have or you will have the chance sorry give me give me a little grace here your mind is where you first have the choice of giving place to the devil or resisting the devil in your mind James 4, 7. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil. And what does it say? Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil. I've heard people rebuke the devil, 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 and him not go anywhere. we got to back up a step. Submit yourself therefore to God. What does that mean? When you get up in the morning, what's the first thing that you do? I tell you what it ought to be for all of us. The first thing we do is start talking to Jesus. Start the conversation. Whatever it takes to make you free, speak it out in the name of Jesus and command it to come to pass. Speak the result that you desire. That's what word of faith is. Satan can only do what you say understand that Satan can only do what you say 
talked to someone today and they said, well, I hope I get to feeling better. And I just, I just jumped in there real good and I said, well, I said, I hope you do too, but you could. Yeah, I hope so. I said, no, you, you could. But what do you mean? I said, speak to your body. Don't accept what you feel. Because I'm not denying what you feel, but don't accept it as the norm. The Word of God says you're healed. And then I said, can I pray for you? Yeah. Because, see, it's one thing to preach to somebody. It's another thing to get down in, in, in the trenches and walk with them through something that maybe they're not accustomed to. It's not about beating people over the head or thinking we're better than anybody. As a matter of fact, we need to get that bunch of pride out of our life and then we need to reach out and love on people that's why love is so important because it builds the bridge that we're able to pull them across into a word of faith mentality that will bring them victory and defeat the devil in their life because do you understand Satan can only do what you say so when you say flee he has to go Thank you guys so much for joining High Praises Church podcast today. We are so happy to have had you with us. If you just met Jesus for the first time and you want to commit your life to him, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I need you. I open my heart and I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps by the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for answering my prayer and saving my life. Amen. God is so good. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. Now we want you to stay connected with our socials. You can find us every Sunday and Wednesday on our Facebook and YouTube live at The High Praises Church and catch us on our Instagram at The High Praises. Can't wait to see you next week. Take care.